Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fearview Family Ministry Podcast. My name's John, and on today's episode, it's just me. There's no guests today, so you're just going to have to listen to me, uh, but uh, that's okay. We are going to be talking about our family discipleship guides that we produce a number of times a year, probably about two times a year. And uh, anyways, our newest one that comes out is in preparation for Easter, and it's called 40 Days of Growth. And I'm really excited about this discipleship guide because it's not only for families, but it's also for individuals. It's going to be a great resource for any follower of Jesus to implement spiritual disciplines and celebrate the season leading up to Easter. So stick around. We're about to get into that conversation. And as always, if you like the content that we're producing, we're praying that this podcast will not only be beneficial and minister to families that we have here at Fairview Church, but also to families abroad. And so leaving a uh, good review is super helpful to us. So wherever you're listening, please leave us a review. Now let's just jump right into our topic, these family discipleship guides and the ones that are coming out this spring. So discipleship guides, as uh, I've kind of mentioned before, if you've ever taken any of the class, we offer them about two times a year, one before Easter and one before Christmas. So the two Christian type of seasons that these kind of traditionally relate to is the season of Advent for Christmas time and the season of Lent for the springtime leading up to Easter. And so you can think of this 40 days of growth guide as our Lent kind of practice. Now, it's not practice the traditional way like you would see in other uh, faith denominations. But this is a way for us to uh, really take that that uh, long-time held tradition in the past few thousand years of Lent and to be able to uh, really focus our minds and really prepare our lives for the Easter season and celebrating our risen Lord. And so uh, what is Lent? What is this guide for? How is this going to be helpful to you as an individual and as a family? In what ways can you utilize this guide? Well, this guide is called 40 Days of Growth. Now, those 40 days is a little uh, misleading because it does not include Sundays. So Sundays traditionally have been uh, in the Lenten season, have not been practiced. It's a day of rest. It's a day of Sabbath. So for example, if you give up meat, for example, for this Lent season, if that's something that you want to fast from in the traditional way doing every day, then uh, you could eat meat on Sundays. You just couldn't eat meat Monday through Saturday. And uh, if you don't do the traditional way, you want to do more of the common rule way, which we're going to talk about in a second, uh, then it's just one day a week you're picking to fast and you're focusing on other spiritual disciplines as well. And so we just want to encourage you, uh, no matter if you take this guide in full, whether you want to do all the disciplines or if you want to pick on one or if you just want to just incorporate some really good practices into your life, we're praying that this season will be a good 40 days of growth for you as you implement some of these things in your in your life and these rhythms into your life. And so we are praying for God to do a mighty work for you. So let's just talk about some of these things. Well, first, uh, what is a Lent and the kind of the traditional way and what is kind of the common rule way and another way that we suggest if you don't want to do a traditional way or if you want to merge the two together, you're more than welcome to do that um, as well. So 
uh, Lent is a time that has been traditionally known for uh, for people giving up something, uh, fasting in some way, preparing themselves for the Easter season. It originally started with uh, new converts, so people would give their life to Christ, and they would prepare for their baptism. So baptism would be like on an Easter uh, Sunday, and so they would be uh, preparing for their baptism, and the church would say, hey, the 40 days uh, before your baptism, we want you to prepare. And so there would be scripture reading and there would be spiritual disciplines that they would be uh, be informed by and, and they would be uh, practicing in. And they would really be preparing themselves for their baptism coming up in a couple of weeks on Easter Sunday. Well, it was uh, originally for these new converts, but the people in the church said, well, we don't want you to have to do it by yourself. We want to come alongside of you and we want to support you in that matter. And so the whole church would actually do this time of preparation, not only preparing themselves for Easter Sunday and celebrating Jesus, but also to encourage these new converts. And so it's a really beautiful practice. And over the years, it's taken different shapes. It has uh, really formed into different ways. And so uh, there's not really a right way or wrong way, even in the most traditional senses of Lent, uh, you are going to have variations. And so there's a whole variety of ways that you can practice. And so what we wanted to do as a church was provide a guide for you that will help you if you don't know where even to begin. And there's a lot of levels to this. You could say, hey, for one day a week, I'm going to choose to fast from this particular thing. Maybe it's social media. Maybe it is some food item, but just a caveat there, make sure that whatever you do is cleared by a doctor. Okay. You don't want to do anything that would be uh, putting you in uh, risk of uh, major health uh, issues. But uh, you could say one day a week, I want to do this. Or you could say, you know what, I want to do the 40 days during Lent and then, you know, celebrate, you know, the, the freedom in Christ that I have uh, on those Sundays. But it's really up to you on how you want to form this. But we wanted to give you a guide that would help you practice the common rule. We, we spent all of January talking about the common rule, these practices that you can build into your life that are not only going to help you love others better in your life, but are also going to help you love God better. And again, you don't earn God's love by doing these practices, but our life and our love for God will change as we do that. People have been practicing these types of things throughout uh, the centuries and, and going back 2,000 years and even before that, they were practicing these spiritual disciplines. And so it's important that we incorporate some of them in our life as well. And so wherever you fall on the gambit and however you want to shape this for you, we've created this guide to help you do so. And so when you get this guide, there's a couple things that you'll notice. First is that there's a daily reading, and this is going to come from the book of John. We are starting the book of John, and we're going to be walking through that, the whole entire gospel of John. And so this is going to allow you to read the whole entire gospel of John in the next uh, Lenten season before Easter. And so you're going to be getting uh, wonderful scripture. You're going to be able to read the book of John leading up to Easter. Easter. You're going to also see a weekly kind of meditation or Bible memorization. So there's going to be a passage of scripture that we want to encourage you to memorize. And you can do this individually. You can do this as a family, just like reading the scripture every day. We want to encourage you if you have a family to read that together. But regardless, you can memorize that as a family or as a group. Let's say maybe a college student, maybe you can get some other college students involved and you can memorize that scripture together. And so you're going to have a, a full week to memorize 
memorize uh, that scripture. And then there is going to be uh, like a, a, their daily prayers and daily practices, which you will find in the guide. And those are things that every day you should be thinking through, praying, maybe kneeling while you pray, morning, midday, and at nighttime. And, and there's going to be other aspects that you can do daily, like making sure that you are having a meal with somebody else and, and doing some of those practices. And so you'll find those in your guide. And then there's those weekly practices as well. And so every day you'll notice that there's a daily focus or, or a weekly focus. And, and in that focus time, we just want you to remember that, uh, what God is calling you to do. So you may find a day that says, hey, have you scheduled your one-hour conversation with the friend, right? Have you really, how has that shaped the way that you think? And so you're going to find questions that are also going to help you uh, kind of walk through this guide and think through daily about how this impacts your life on a daily basis. And so we're really excited about this tool. We really think it's going to be a great way for you to kind of structure this season. And again, you can modify it any way that you see fit as an individual or as a family, but all of this you can do together as a family or as an individual. And you'll notice that on Sundays, there are ways for you to be able to kind of respond and think about your past week and answer questions there as well. We want this to be a tool that will help drive conversation in your families, that will help drive some great spiritual disciplines like reading your Bible and praying, and then doing some things like scripture before phone and and uh, kneeling while you pray, and some of those other things that are really helpful in our relationship with God. Again, none of that earns us God's grace, but what that does for us it helps to orient our mind and our heart and our bodies towards God in a way that we normally wouldn't. And so this is a really great season for growth. That's why we called it the 40 days of growth. And we traditionally start this season on a Wednesday. It's often known as Ash Wednesday. And so you may see people walking around with ashes on their forehead. And uh, that's what you, they're doing. They're they're starting Lent. They're starting that this season of Lent, and so we traditionally started on the Wednesday, and so this will start on March second, Wednesday, March second of. 2022, and it will run through Easter. And even though it starts on the Wednesday, it's traditionally been split up by Sunday. So when you look in your guide, you'll see the start of the season. But then after that, it is really referenced by the Sundays. And so you'll see those Sundays for easy reference for you to make sure you are keeping along now. Again, I don't want you to be legalistic about this, okay? It's all about the intent and the heart behind it. And so if you fail a day uh, somewhere, maybe you you are giving up sugar or desserts and, man, you were just craving that Oreo and you had it, okay? Give yourself some grace, all right, and start a new day tomorrow. Or maybe you just forgot a day to read your daily reading in the book of John. That's okay. Just read twice the amount on the next day. We don't want you to be legalistic about this. We want this to be something that is not a burden, but something that is a joy to do to prepare your heart for celebrating our Savior Jesus on Easter Sunday. I really believe this is going to be a wonderful time for individuals uh, to connect with friends and other people to practice and to talk about what God's doing in their life. I think this is also going to be great for our families, even at the littlest level. And so let me kind of talk about that for a second at the littlest level, because I think that's important for us. Because uh, you might say, well, how does my three-year-old or my six-year-old, how do they participate? Like, obviously, when they're older, they can understand more. But how does like someone so young understand what we're trying to accomplish? And that is a really great question. Well, first, I would say let's focus on the easy things to do for uh, early formative development. And that is 
we're reading scripture, they're hearing words and language. So not only from a development standpoint, they are learning uh, just the basic English uh, when we read the Bible, but they are hearing the very words of God. And as we've seen from scripture, uh, God loves children. And he says, let the children come to me. And so this is a way for us to be able to share God's word with our kids. And that is priceless. And so first, they're going to be able to hear uh, the story of Jesus from the book of John through this next 40 days. And every day they're going to hear about it, which is amazing. But then we're going to try to practice Bible memorization. Now, you might say, well, my kids are too young for that. Well, uh, that could be true if they're an infant, but still praying and reading these scripture meditations and the areas that we want you to memorize is not only going to be beautiful for you to pray those and to read those over your children if they can't respond like an infant, but I'll tell you this, it's going to do something for you. By you memorizing the scripture and internalizing, it will do something for you as a parent, as an adult. Also, I would not invalidate you know, what can happen when you pray scripture over a child and who knows what they're receptive of. So I think of like Mason, my three-year-old son, for example. Now he can memorize really short things. He might forget it a day later, but he can memorize really short things. And, you know, really short phrases, really short code words. And then he he remembers the Paw Patrol like motto. So if he can remember the Paw Patrol motto, uh, then he can, you know, Chase is on his case. Then he can memorize a little passage of scripture. So you may not be able to do all of the scripture, right? But even if he gets something like our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That is a great start. By the way, Mason does know that. He can learn it. A three-year-old can learn that. So it's just about uh, being repetitive with it. It's about knowing your child, uh, kind of their their capabilities at the age group that they're in and the stage of life that they're in. But the reality is they can learn little things, little short phrases, and they can memorize those types of things. And so um, I want to encourage you as a parent to even at the littlest age, if they can start talking or verbalize, even in the littlest, it's going to be important important for you to be just praying the scripture over them and then for and trying to teach them how to memorize these short little passages of scripture here and there. Now for your older adults and older children, these passages are a little bit longer and I wanted to do that to challenge you, to help you and to kind of frame you to to memorize, you know, a couple verses at a time. And so we really believe these are going to be important for you and your development. And so that's one way it's going to be helping families to memorize scripture together. And then we want you to pray together during the season. We want you to pray as a family. One of the things that you can do that I think is so important is is maybe transform your dinner time a little bit. And uh, and here's what I mean by that. We all you know we always say you should pray at dinner time. Your meals those are kind of built in prayer things for most uh, followers of Jesus. And so uh, what I want to encourage you to do is maybe make a little bit list or create a jar and put uh, maybe topics in there or missionary names or uh, that you might know or maybe it's just friends and family that you know. And that way at dinner time you can pull one of those out and you can pray for that specific person or that family or that missionary or whatever need that it might be. Maybe it's a need in your own family that you need to pray for. Uh, I just want to encourage you to maybe kind of think of some way that you can utilize prayer time to help you. Praying before you leave in the morning, when you when you go out, when uh, you know when the first parent leaves for work, if it's suitable and you don't have to wake up your kids because, listen, I don't want to wake up my three-year-old or my six-year-old. But Praying, you know, as a family is so important. And the more you pray together, 
the more that spiritual cohesion happens in a family unit. So I want to encourage you to take moments during this 40, uh, 40 days of growth to help your family grow as well. You're going to have those daily practices, scripture before screen. And so, uh, you know, we, my family, we, this does not normally happen. Whether it's Wordle for you adults that are addicted to Wordle, um, <laughs> you want to jump on that right away before you read scripture. Or maybe it's my kids who want to, you know, turn on Paw Patrol movie or something else before they go over to the section that we have in our house where all of our kids' Bibles and kids' stories books are. You know, I try to encourage them, hey, before we watch a movie or turn on TV, Try to open up a story time, you know, looking about, you know, looking at Jesus or reading a story from Scripture together. And so this is going to help you be able to do that. Say, hey, you know, let's read the book of John together. Maybe you can't do it in the morning. Maybe you need to do it at nighttime. And you say, you know what, before we eat, we're going to read this this daily reading in John, and we are going to pray for one another at the dinner table, and then you guys go eat. Whatever it is, however it suits your family, however you want to modify it for your family in this season of life, I really believe it should going to help you uh, become better disciples of Jesus and really going to help you grow in this next season. So that's it, folks. That's a little bit more on these guides. If you have any question on our 40 Days of Growth Guides, please let me know. As always, supporting material would be Common Rule by Justin Early. That was what we went over in January, and the focuses that you'll see in this book are from that book. So if you want to know more or you want to read it in its full and kind of hear all the backings and explanations of these, that would be the book you want to look at, The Common Rule with Justin Early. And also, don't forget that we are going through the book of John starting on our Sundays here soon. And so uh, go ahead and read the book of John. Think through questions, you know, circle things in the text that you are unsure of or, or you know, just, just really think through those passages because we're going to get to that soon throughout this next year or so. Uh, so we want you to be engaged and we just really think it's going to be awesome for our whole entire church to really read through the book of John during the season. And uh, with that, guys, we love you. Our family ministry loves you. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to Beck Jones or myself. And again, we hope this is an encouraging uh, resource for you. And we are so grateful that we get to do this for you as a family ministry staff. We love you guys. We're so appreciative of you. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, just let us know. We love you guys and have a good one.